It's like it's a dead man played by a man who died playing a dead man. So that's what I was for Halloween this year. It was uh, kind of a spooky, spooky, kooky outfit that I decided to uh, wear. But I think it, it came across as scary, but also kind of very uh, like an omen, a dark omen. And I wanted to give people the idea that, you know, yes, it's scary, but scary for uh, another reason, you know, because real death can follow fake death anywhere. And so I, I was a walking reminder of that on Halloween. Um, welcome to another week of Ghost in the Scene, everybody. Um, this is the Halloween spectacular celebratory episode. It's our two-year anniversary, uh, a couple a couple days after our anniversary, but uh, we're celebrating anyway. We had a big party. I'm here with my co-host, Rob. How's it going, Rob? Oh, Joe, I'm just thankful that no spirits, spirits actually came out while you were wearing your costume and did anyone harm. Uh, I, I mean, I'm going to say this selfishly, but uh, I don't want to die. Uh, and, you know, that is, I'm glad I didn't that night because I was a little spooked. Um, you know, I knew we were meeting up for a big special, uh, celebration, uh, with ourselves to celebrate all of our successes, which are very, very many. Uh, and you know, I didn't come dressed up to be honest. I didn't dress at all. So I was a little shocked, uh, yeah. to see you coming, you know, you know, balls to the wall, uh, just loaded with spirits. Uh, but you know what? I think it actually ended up making for a good time because I think it was actually very appropriate and very needed to channel all this energy that has been coming at us recently. Yeah, it was pretty controversial. I mean, the invitation said specifically wear a costume and you you did not wear a costume. No, I didn't. So you did not get to participate in the costume contest. So it was uneven. We had an uneven uh, people in the room. So it just kind of threw off the whole night. I won't say that it ruined it because it didn't. Um, there was a lot of fun to be had. We still had fun. We got over sure. it. But I mean, yeah, it was it was it was kind of a bummer. So Mark was there. We, we were having fun with Mark. Um, for everybody who doesn't know, we have new listeners every week. Mark is the third co-host. Um, we don't like to talk about it much, but he is a, a ghost right now. Um, in fact, this is a ghost-free podcast. And that is why we cannot have him on this podcast um, until he rectifies himself and decides to not be a ghost. Um, he's just simply not welcome on the podcast. So that is why we're certified ghost-free. We, we won't we won't break that promise for anybody, not even Mark. So that's why um, you haven't heard him. He's still here. He was at the party celebrating. Um, he's still on the on the street team. So he's been giving us all kinds of hints. And tips and tricks how to defeat the ghosts in this uh, Halloween season. And it's been very, very helpful. So shout out to him. Shout out to all the, the street team. Yeah, the horse. Shout out to Not everybody. 
we have uh, accrued with us in this uh, second a year horse. a ghost horse yeah i mean but not only do we have a ghost horse on our side now rob we have you know greg we have rashid we have caitlin um we're gonna have a few more we have uh eric mr a you know we have all these people coming on and, and helping us they're all part of the street team we're a global syndicate now we're a whole global network of, of people and I think in our third third season, we are going to keep on adding on some beautiful, intelligent guests that will have compelling, very compelling um, statements. It's going to be some juicy stuff, guys. Get ready to have your mouth salivating every single episode. We're going to be the Pavlov's dog of podcasts. Okay, guys? Um, I mean, I feel my mouth salivating right now because if you think about it, you know, our next season, season three, is halfway to our first six. So we're already channeling that energy. Oh, my God. That gave me chills. Yeah. I, I, I did not think about that. We're hitting three. Wow. That is, that is really scary. Um, we are going to need a lot of support this, this next year, guys, because, like you said, we're halfway, and that's one over two. Okay? So, so that three over one half. You flip that, and that's three times two. That's six. Mm -hmm. So we got to be careful. We're basically already at six when we're at three. Yeah, so and I know that it, that you're the listeners now. You're going back through our catalog, and you might be a little confused because you don't see three years of posts. Our first season, uh, very controversial. It's on YouTube. Excuse me. It's on YouTube. So look it up. <coughs> I mean. I, as you can hear, I'm already getting choked up. There's some sort of power that's come over me. Of course. Uh, and this is why I didn't want to dress up this year because I've been feeling very sensitive. It's been a very, very powerful uh, Halloween season. We're mm -hmm. in the thick of it. Um, and I'd say go back, go through the logs. You'll see my journey. Uh, you'll see why I am particularly sensitive to all these things. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't want to mention it, but I mean, I think it's worth worth, worth mentioning. This is the start, if, if you go back, the anniversary of the start of a very paranormal journey for, for all of us. But especially for you, Rob, um, you have undergone a transformation. Um, it just blossomed under my eyes. It's a, such a beautiful flower. But truly, um, you had to really go through the dirt to, to blossom. I, I didn't think I was going to come back. Uh, for those of you who may not know, I was in the ghost dimension. You know, we, I don't talk about it as much as I really should. I think this season maybe I'll, I'll open it up myself up a little bit more. It's just a lot to process. Mm -hmm. um, but I've been there. I've been to the other side. And now I'm back. Uh, thanks to the efforts of, of you out there, our listeners, mm -hmm. to you, Geo, to Mark, the horse, the ghost horse now. Of course. Uh, of, of course. Matthew uh, McConaughey. Matthew, like, thank you to everyone that's helped me through this journey. This has been like a real community effort. And I think if we just keep that spirit up, anything's possible. Especially now that we're in our threes. Mm -hmm. Anything is possible now. And that's that's for the negative side too, guys. We, we have to right. really look over our shoulders this year. So for all of you uh, people out there that are listening to us, for all you exes, your non-binaries, the gender queer, gender fluids, the trans, um, we are we are with you. Y you are with us, and we are together. 
and we're going to fight the establishment every single way we can. And uh, that starts at, at home. That starts in your head, and that starts with ghosts not telling you what to do. So in, in, in that spirit, that's how we're going to start our, our next season and how we are going to kind of start this conversation about what we're talking about this week. So I wanted to talk about something good first, okay, because we're still celebrating. We're still high off of the buzz of two years. And so I want to celebrate um, just with a kind of – I want to pat us, ourselves on the, on the shoulders and just say we did it. Um, this is going to be the – I don't want to say – it's not final, but – if if this were like the uh, a regular season, we would be in the uh, series um, finale or maybe like the the, the semifinals. Okay, it you know a, a lot of the um, other other things we've been talking about before has all led up to this moment. And what I'm talking about is Disney has ousted Johnny Depp from the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Uh, he will no longer be involved, no longer reprise his role as Captain Jack Sparrow. He's done. He's out. I mean, if if you can all recall the way that I have, I mean, this was the top news story for about the last week. I think all the newspapers, uh, all the publications just could not stop talking about Johnny and how that he's been ousted because uh, this is huge. Uh, I don't remember Disney just dumping a major star like this uh, at, at this point in time. You know, this, it's their cat top moneymaker. And he's at the top of his career right now. So it's really astonishing that they made this move. And I think the whole world took notice. I mean, what really, really gets me confused is that they had five movies that he was in. Okay. Right. They're one away from six. And instead of what instead of having, you know, him complete the number six, they are rebooting the entire series. The franchise is gonna start over. And so and he's out. So you it makes you wonder, okay, what is it? Why did he get kicked out so fast? I mean, he was one movie away from six. You know how Disney likes that number. So there must have been a big reason for him to get kicked out. And we found out why. I, I think we know why. And uh, it it's has to clear. do – yeah, I mean it's pretty clear, pretty obvious. It's us. It's, mm -hmm. it's ghost in the scene. It is, it is you and I and the entire street team, all of our reporting on, on all of our depth steps. It all led to this, and it really is reactionary. Um, Disney saw – what we did, um, how we exposed Johnny Depp, and not only that, but um, we can go ahead and kind of do a, a quick uh, history lesson for, uh, for those of you who haven't um, listened to our earlier series where we went really hard on the Disney vault. You should go back and check that out because there's a lot of really good nuggets and inf information there. But basically from that whole series, we, we gained the knowledge thanks to the horse mark that the disney vault was under johnny depp in the pirates of the caribbean ride at disneyland this is public information now the whole world knows this 
And I believe that Disney reacted because now, now that everybody knows where the opening to the Disney vault is and Mark was able to get in and also Laura Croft, the Tomb Raider was also able to get in. They had, they had to act. So they fired Johnny Depp and of course they're going to, they're going to redo the, the, the ride, you know, once he's out. So they're going to, they're going to change the opening to the vault. They're going to move it. And the question is where? So, I mean, and I think before we get too far into that, because I think that's, this is long-term. I don't think there's any way to chart that out right now. Disney's very secretive and under wraps of who's going to replace Johnny in the latest film. I think whoever it is, is definitely going to be unwatched. But I think Disney, especially, they're obviously listening to us as well. Um, so I think we need to, take it with a grain of salt you know i think they're probably going to try to switch it up uh, in ways that we may not expect so it might be this new person from pirates of the caribbean and it might not right i think everything's on the table right now exactly we we don't know where they're going to put the vault you know they could move the vault into another dimension as far as we know we don't know what they're capable of right now they They've been working with magicians like Doctor Strange in their movies, so we don't know what they're capable of. And and frankly, the whole Star Wars aspect that they've been working on, I mean, I I don't want to say it because it, it it makes me afraid to even say it. But all of all of their purchasing, the Star Wars, the the Marvel, right? Mm-hmm. All of it has to do with multiverses, with space, right? Galaxies. It almost kind of appears to me to be as if they are studying a way to get off of this planet, you mm. know, to, to dimension hop, to, to go to other galaxies. You know, the mouse is hungry, and the mouse wants to feed, and I don't think the people on Earth are enough for the mouse, you know? And, and and that's that's what makes me more afraid than anything is all the stuff they're purchasing and all the moves that they're making, they're terraforming the Disneyland in, in Anaheim, they're terraforming the Disneyland in Florida, they're changing the, the landscape completely, and who knows what, what they're capable of. I just don't know. So with that, we just have to really kind of be aware that, okay, so Johnny is a free agent from Disney. But that doesn't mean that he's out of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still in a movie. He's still in the uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them movie. Um, it's called it's called The Crimes of Grindelwald. And in fact, he even plays the character Grindelwald. So it's like his movie. He's like the star of that movie. And it's no surprise that this is a Warner Brothers production. Uh, I think in this whole story as well, Warner Brothers... I think is the main threat to Disney at this moment. If you look at the, just by the numbers this year, Warner Brothers, the only movie company to make, uh, you know, the most amount of money other than Disney was, is Warner Brothers. They're right there. Uh, Laura Croft is an agent of the brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she, and she's the one that broke into the vault. So I think, you know, this, this, this is a wake up call for Disney. And they're taking serious action. They're inhaling 
the entire landscape. Uh, I, they, they ate a fox, a whole fox that is now a part of their company, giving them more power. Uh, they're going to control. They're they're going to control almost half of the entire movie industry, just by the numbers, people. Um, that's in, that's incredible. Uh, and I that's it. And I think you're right, Joe. I mean, it's there. The possibilities of what they can do with that power uh, is pretty startling. And I, you know, I, I think they'll just do whatever it is that they are set out to do. And that could mean space. That could mean digging a hole to the center of the earth. That could mean releasing all the demons from hell. That could mean awakening all the ghosts from the cemeteries. I mean, anything is possible, guys. You have enough money, and you can go and do anything. And, you know, tell that to Donald Trump, Stephen Baldwin, okay? Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I'm glad you brought that up, because, Gio, I, you know, we're dipping more into politics now, too, because of uh, recent events of paranormal activity at the White House. Um, but I think, you know, talking about Disney as well, I think it's interesting that you bring up of they can build whatever they want. Uh, I think it's interesting to see what they currently are, you know, what they currently do have the works in building right now. Yes, that is that is very interesting because, like I said, they are terraforming their theme parks. It is in a constant state of flux. It is a living organism. You know, it, it is improving and cutting and trimming and, you know, morphing. And so they have um, a new project on the way uh, next year. And I, I think I know what you're talking about. Um, it's a Toontown um, new attraction. It is the first of its kind. They have never had any ride um, like this uh, about this this property it is the mickey mouse and minnie mouse ride and it is called um which by the way i mean as we all know which i think this is astonishing mickey mouse is the face of disney you know if it wasn't i think he holds i mean he definitely holds walt's soul within him as his creation absolutely and we have to remember that Mickey is a real life character person. It is it is a creature, and it impregnates um, all of the different um, people that are 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 there, and right. they have um, mutant babies that they scalp the the heads of the mutant babies, and those are the ears that all of the people wear at Disneyland at Disney World. That's it's, just, it's the center of their entire industry. That's how they make their money, guys. Don't forget that. So they're going to have a ride in 2019. And, and think about it. This is, like you said, the soul of the entire Disney World franchise. Everything starts with Mickey Mouse. And yet they've never had a ride about him, dedicated to him, right? There, there's one in California Adventure where it's in the shape of a mouse, but it's not about him. No. It's not about him at all. And so this is called Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Did you say railway? Yes, the Runaway Railway. So this and, should all sound very sim familiar for people, for our hardcore listeners. Yes. Uh, for everybody who has been listening to us, this is the dog whistle, the mouse whistle of the reverse 
Underground Railroad. It's, I mean, think about it. Because it's not only being built in one location. It's being built at the Florida location and the California location. Both places are going to have this ride. Why would they need a railway in on, on both coasts? You know? It's, it, it's an intercontinental railway from California to Florida. And I'm sure it goes up north to the White House. The reverse underground railroad and there's two stops that they just made in disneyland can you believe that i mean sadly enough i think i i can but i i think that this is i'm curious of how this is going to function with the actual underground railroad i mean the you know the true one that we know the original runs you know from the south to the north mm -hmm. um and I, I'm not sure if the, I, it sounds like Disney's, like you said, building more terminals. Uh, you know, they're making their own stops. They're making their own sections in places that you wouldn't usually find this. So this is bringing it nationwide. You know, it's, it was only usually reserved for a few people um, could get on it. There's a few people that are still using it uh, in the wrong direction. And this is only going to spread it to a national level. Exactly. As you're saying. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm, th this is going to have major repercussions and for decades to come. For uh, millennia to come. That's, that's the thing. Yeah. They are playing a very long game. And it, it's not just here that they're doing it. They're doing it other places. And so, yes, you're right. So, they are opening up two different terminals, but you have to think about it. Where where are they? So one of them's in in California, in Anaheim, but Anaheim is one half an hour away from Los Angeles. So really, that's Hollywood. If, if you look at it from a macro scale, that's so Hollywood to Florida. What's in Hollywood? Of course, we know the ghosts the vampires, everything, everything bad with the world is, is not, not everything like, not everybody in Hollywood is like that, but you can find everything wrong with the world in certain small places in, in the ghosts and in, in the monsters of Hollywood. And then we have Florida and what's in Florida? Alligators. alligators. Yeah. Nothing but alligators. It's alligator country over there. Wait. And Cape Canaveral. Oh my God, Star Wars. That's it's Hollywood. It's connecting Hollywood to outer space. That's it. I mean, right there, Rob is is exactly what what we were talking about. The fact that they're they're buying all these properties, they did all this research. If if, if you guys don't know, they have a ride called Space Mountain. Mm -hmm. They've been studying this for years. Space flight. They they updated it like t ten years ago, and they made it more futuristic, just to show all the progress they've been make making. And now they connect the Reverse Underground Railroad from Hollywood to Cape Canaveral to the White House, a triangle, three. So there you have it, guys. Disney is making some moves, some very very, very scary moves, and. Uh, safe to say, it's it's because of us. 
it is directly because of us. It's because we made their vault unsecure. We we told everybody what they were up to, and and I fear now that they're going to change their plan because we're we're saying this live. Um, I I don't know how to how to fix this. This is a problem that we're going to keep on having, Rob. I really do think that this is something that's going to be constant for us. The fact that you can only, you know, um, report the truth so much until the people who are lying start to listen to you and then kind of navigate around you. And I, I don't know what to do. I, I don't know how to fix that. You know, Gio, they're, they may be working hard, but we're also working hard too, man. And this is, like we said, this is just the beginning. We're just now entering our threes. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we're only, we're, I don't think we're even aware of the powers that we are capable of. And I don't think, you know, and listeners, and this goes to you too, I don't know if we're all aware of the powers that we are all capable of and the things that we can do together. Because in two very short years, we have shaken these very powerful people to their cores. Now, we may have not done anything about it yet, uh, substantially, you know, and we may not yet still for some time but i think we've demonstrated that we can be a force to be reckoned with That's and right. they at the end of the day are answerable to us mm -hmm. and to all of you and to everyone listening you make a great point um that we have shaken them and really we're only dusting off you know dusting off our our shoulders we're, we're barely getting ourselves warmed up you know um, and it, it is kind of indicative to see that in the in the movies um, for the Warner Brothers that Johnny Depp is going to eventually be imprisoned as his character. Um, he's not going to be f a walking free person. They're going to put him Man, in his own vault. Right. Warner Brothers has devised a vault for Johnny Depp, and they've created it, and they are going to imprison him. And it's as if, like, I think he signed a contract not realizing, you know, he probably doesn't like to read that much. So he probably didn't know the ending of the movie, what happens. And, you know, unlucky guy, vampires can't really break contracts. So now he has to get imprisoned. So he's out at Disney. He's getting imprisoned. Like we said, it is a giant shift because for who knows how long, maybe from the beginning of time. Johnny Depp has been working behind the scenes, and it seems to me this may be the first time in his life or his undead life that he is not getting what he wants and that the public is starting to go against him. So, yeah, it's because of us, and, and it's because of us that other things are happening. And, and we should talk about the, uh, the streaming because that is, is very, very important. Because it, it also indicates um, just how far Disney is willing to go. And uh, before we do as well, I think we talked about the influence that we have on others. Uh, and we're talking about politics and Johnny Depp and other people we've influenced. I think it's important to note just this week, Kanye West is in the news yet again. Or at least in the, on, on Twitter. Uh, talking about the mistakes that he's made. And the White House, and I thought that was interesting, Gio. And I think you know we can go into that just of for course. a quick second. Yes, yes, yeah. Let's let's do that real quick 
because yeah, Kanye West um, goes and says that he has been. So this is I, I'm going to read um, what he said because it really does show. And and okay, I'm not even going to say what it shows. I'm going to read it first, and then and then we'll talk about it. So here we go. My eyes are now wide open, and now realize I've been used to spread messages I don't believe in. I am distancing myself from politics and completely focusing on being creative. So, that's what Kanye West said. That's what he tweeted. Mm -hmm. Do you believe him, though? No. I don't. Do, do you believe him? You know, I think this is kind of like a bait-and-switch sort of situation. I think he knows that we're on to him, so he's choosing to lie low. But I think he has already gone through the process. You know, you why go through the whole ceremony? Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's already sealed, the fact that he's already done the ceremony. Yes. Guys, this is classic. And classic, when I say classic, I mean like, you know, like a Caesar salad. This is classic illusion magic. He is trying to put a spell over all of us, convince us that he doesn't care about politics, convince us that he's going to be a creative musician again. Bullshit. 100% bullshit. He bought a one-way ticket on the underground, reverse Underground Railroad, and that is not something that you get off of, especially when you cut in line in front of Roseanne Barr. Okay, especially when you gloat in front of Drake's face that you could get, you get to ride and he doesn't because he's Canadian. Mm -hmm. You you just don't get off. That's not that's not what's happening. He is trying to trick you. He's trying to put a spell over you by using his Twitter, just like Stephen Baldwin does every day. And we could talk about that a little bit too. You know. The the idea, okay, real quick, and uh, and and, and I'll. Well, this is going, I think this is going to our main point too. This is all about online services, right? Yes. And online information. Yes, and and how we receive it, and how it is a direct link to our brain. Mm -hmm. Okay, when you read something, you are saying it in your head, so that is a spell that you are saying to yourself in your brain. So you have to be trained like Rob and I, like all of the street team, to read in a certain way so that if we are reading something that is charged spiritually, we don't get possessed because it could happen to anybody. It's very easy. And so we don't, we don't like to play with that kind of stuff. But like I was saying, tweets, okay? What is a tweet? If, if, if you go back far enough, you, you, you can um, take a tweet is the sound that a bird makes, okay? And birds make tweets as, as uh, songs. They sing to each other in tweets. And what is a song? A song is a spell. So a tweet is a spell. And, and that's, I, that's all I have to say. A tweet is a spell right there. Mm -hmm. So Stephen Baldwin, what he's doing, that's all spells. You read it, you say it in your head, it's a spell. Kanye West, he, he, he tried to pull the wool over our eyes and, and tell us that he's no longer involved in politics. That's a spell. And we're not buying it. We're not going to get uh, tricked by this spell. It's too flimsy. It's, you know, there's, there's no ground to walk on this. It's, it's stupid 
to think that he would go off of this this crazy reverse underground railroad when he's that close to the White House. He already made it. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, who do, who does he think we are? I mean, I he might be desperate just to know that his power might not be as strong as he thinks it is. You know, you could cast a spell, but you know, there's some pretty weak spells out there too. Just because you're casting them doesn't make them good spells mm-hmm. by I mean, any means. That's that's the symptom of Drake. That's what's so bad about Drake is that he uh, doesn't remember any of his good spells. He, you know, he's like a guy that just never studies. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can remember stuff off the top of your head only so much. At the end of the day, you're going to have to memorize some spells. And that's why... You know, I, I thought that Kanye was on the right track, and I just feel that maybe because we hit our threes, Rob, because we've entered this new phase, that I think you're right. I I didn't realize that we were capable of you know being that um, I would say impervious to some some spells. I you know we may have hit a new threshold where our powers to combat evil and and demons is at an all time high. So uh, I think with that, yeah, I'm, we, we're in a good spot because I we're being able to point out all the bullshit as we see it, all the ghosts that are behind the scenes. We're calling them out, and so we have to call this out. Kanye West is not done with politics, guys. He's not done. He's gonna keep on going until he's in the White House with the ghosts. So keep your eyes peeled with that. But um. Like you said, this is the overarching idea of the new way that um, people are reacting, right? They're reacting online. They're using social media and different services. And that is what Disney is doing as a reaction to us, okay? The vault was unsecured. We, We showed just how vulnerable they were and how easy it was to break in. Because although we were, you know, professionals, we weren't professional bank robbers, vault robbers. No. By any means. You know, Mark is he's a strong guy, but I mean I mean he's not he's not uh 007 or anything, you know? I mean by heart we're researchers, so we're looking for the truth. So we're breaking in not necessarily to take anything other than information. Mm-hmm. But just just by showing how flimsy their security network was i think it really shook them and so what they're doing is they are consolidating all of their properties and they are closing the vault they're moving the vault but they're also like and when i say closing i mean they're taking all of their movies and properties from netflix at the end of this year at the end of 2018 and they're taking them away, and they're going to start their own streaming service. But, that's not going to happen until 2019. So, folks, exactly. we're, we're going to see evidence of this. Don't just take our words for it. You know, we're telling you, you this now so you don't freak out when 2019 starts. And you notice all the Disney stuff that you've grown up on and loved is gone. And it's going to be gone. You're not going to be able to see it. And that's the thing. All of this is gearing up for next year. 2019 is when they start construction for um, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Mm-hmm. That's when um, 
they are doing the shift from um, the streaming services on Netflix to their own. So all of this is happening next year. And of course, we have um, The Crimes of Grindelwald coming out at the end of this year. And so we have all the repercussions from that. You know, If that gets into the Oscars, we might have that be showing again in, in the beginning of 2019. I mean, it is a charged moment in history and in, in the world right now. And the fact that Disney is making these different strategic moves, they're playing a very, very long game. And mm -hmm. I mean, it's all because of us. It's all because we're here doing our work. And I'm going to be interested to see what happens, how they react to how we like, because basically we're showing us, we're showing them our hand, right? We know that they know that we know. You know, it, it, it's it's a loop. And so now that now that we're both aware, it's like, are we hunting them? Are they hunting us? Who, you know, I, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure what's going to happen in 2019, guys. But all I can say is that it's going to be very exciting. Oh, hold on. Wait, hold on one second. Oh, my God. Okay. So he's he's opening up a vault. He's he's getting out something. It looks very shiny. Okay. He's closing the vault. Okay, hey Joe, are you there? Yes, I'm back. Okay. Whatever was oh. in that vault. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just uh, making some soup. Oh, okay. So, uh, guys, uh, it's it's not anything spiritual. It's just it's just soup. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Uh, it, you gotta you gotta eat. It's it's fall. You know, there's there's some uh, a lot of sniffles. I've been hearing a lot of sniffles. So you know, it you gotta stay healthy. You know. Yeah. Make sure that um, you guys include soup into your diets. People mm -hmm. don't realize um, soup is an everyday meal. You can have it for breakfast, lunch, dinner. It's 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 a pretty uh, jack of all trades as far as a meal. You can make anything into soup. Just add water. That's that's a little tip and trick that goes and seen for you guys. Um, so I guess um, we we can call it there. We we, we can have a celebratory um, bite of soup, and and just kind of rest on our laurels a little bit. Just knowing that the world is changing around us. Things are different, and we are directly influencing the universe. And it may be for the better. Frankly, I feel like we might be outgunned in, in a lot of ways. You know, we don't have a space force. We don't have an underground railroad, reverse underground. You know, we don't have anything like that. But, I mean, we have the truth. We have each other. And we have hot soup. So that we're gonna keep, that's going to keep us healthy throughout this winter. And yeah, this a uh, terrible fall. It starts from there. It just starts from self care, self help. And I, I feel inspired by everyone that is joining us and who has joined us. And I feel inspired by knowing that there's so many more people out there to reach out to and to keep make keep making connections. Because guess what? At the end of the day, they only have one reverse underground railroad. They only have one space force. 
So with the collective power of all of us, that all that means nothing. Um, and you know, and I know uh, I've just been so honored at the same time to be with you, Gio, and to be with you, Mark. Uh, Mark, I know you've been hanging out on every single episode, and I'm sorry we've had to cut you out. Uh, I know that you understand that, but thank you for still being with us here spiritually. Uh, feel free to say hi, Mark. Okay, yeah. sorry, yeah, but then we, we cut that out. The, we the cut him out. out. So, um, but know that he's there, and he's still there for all of you as well. So we're, he's keep on sending his good vibes. I think it makes us more knowledgeable about the ghost world to have a ghost on our team. Uh, and, you know, just it's have a ghost on your team too. And in fact, he is the ghost on your team. Uh, if you ever want to, Ouija, Ouija board, I, I know it's unsafe, but I promise you, if you Ouija board Mark, Mark will come to you. Mark will help you. He is on your side. He is a friendly ghost. I can verify that. He is better than Casper because I personally can vouch for him. I don't know Casper. So um, go ahead and Ouija Mark whenever you can because he's out there. He's, he's willing and he's, he's waiting. So until next time, stay in the scene. Um, and happy anniversary. Once again, we, we made it. And we'll see you in year three, guys. It, it's going to be a big one. Keep those eyes on the screen. There's going to be a lot of ghosts coming at you through them nowadays. Uh, so be aware. Be aware of the content that you're watching and consuming and the amount of ghosts that you may be exposing yourself to and ways that you can help remedy against those ghosts, like listening to our podcast. So thank you. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you for giving us the chance to be in this together and live in a more ghost responsible society. Uh, yeah, that's what I got to say. Thank you for the ride. We're looking forward towards it. Uh, and stay extreme. That's right. All right. We'll see you next week.